Happy 2018. And to all my Roman friends out there, happy MMXVIII. Shane here, 318 Radio is on the air. Well, I definitely misunderestimated how hectic this first week of work of the new year was going to be for me. Um, <laughs> it's been pretty wild at work, and we ended up uh, losing somebody right at the end of December. Uh, somebody quit, and uh, having to just kind of scramble and train somebody, and plus we're behind because everybody's taking time off during the holidays, so everything's behind, so... A little bit hectic. That's why I haven't been around Anchor as much as I've wanted to. But uh, I think maybe we're starting to uh, to level off here a little bit. So we'll see. Anyway, enough about me. Here's what I want to talk about. I like TV shows. I really love a good TV show that you can just watch start to finish. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily mean binge watch it all in like one or two days, but just, you know, start and watch it as you can watch it and you watch it all the way through eventually. Um, man, I really like that. In fact, I would say at this point in my life that I would probably prefer a really good TV show over a really good movie. And I, I, I don't think I've always been that way. In fact, I know I haven't, um. Because I've always been somebody that's that's loved movies, but recently I've I've uh, not recently, okay, maybe like the last five ten years, but I've really transitioned to a place where I really prefer the TV shows for for a lot of reasons. Um, there's kind of the superficial reasons, like you can watch them, you can sit at home and watch them. You don't have to go out and spend a bunch of money, um, get out in the and then the traffic and the people, you can just sit on your couch and um, cover up with a blanket or whatever and, and just watch. Uh, but, you know, really, it's more about the actual story. Okay, so how many times have you heard this? How many times has there been a movie that was based on a book and somebody says, uh, man, the book was, like, so much better? Okay, we hear that all the time. And it's, and it's really true. Of course the book is better because the book is uh, able to be a lot more descriptive, able to tell things in a different way, uh, whereas the movie is, you know, it's two hours and, and it, it only can have certain things in there. It's almost like movies, sometimes it's almost like just a summary of the story and you just don't get the whole story. You don't get to know all the characters the same way that you do with the book. Now, that being said, I think TV shows can really challenge books. I think if there's a really good book or a really good book series, it would be better to have a TV show made out of it than to have it made into a movie. Because you get that time with the characters. You get that time to develop characters, not over just a two-hour period, but over many, many hours and many seasons and, and whatever. So... Um, it just allows for the story to be told the way it should be told and not to have to be rushed through and uh, that that I think is the big reason why I prefer TV shows today
Okay, so this segment's going to be a little bit off topic, but what I was talking about with movies kind of reminded me of something that happened maybe like, the, uh, not this past time I went to the movies with my wife, but the time before that, we were in a theater getting ready to watch a movie, and, you know, before the movie starts, the curtains kind of cover like half the screen on the sides, and then as the previews and stuff starts, the curtains will open all the way so you can see the full screen. Well, in this theater that we were in, the previews came on and the curtains really didn't open all the way like they're supposed to. So we were thinking, well, maybe when the movie starts, uh, they'll, they'll go ahead and, and open. Um, then the movie started, and you could see, I mean, you could see the movie being projected onto the curtains. It, it, they clearly were in the way. They weren't supposed to be there. And, you know, there's two types of people in that situation, and I, I'm really the second type here, but the first type of person is the one that's going to jump up immediately, go find the nearest uh, employee of the theater, and let them know that there's a problem so that they can get the problem fixed. Um, that's the first type. Then the second type of person, and, and this is where I'm at, and I realized it this day, but the second type of person is the one that sits there and they're like, man, there's, there's a problem. Somebody needs to go let them know about that. And I probably would, would just sit there and wait for somebody else to go report that problem. So, um, you know, I'm like that with a lot of stuff. Even here on Anchor, if I have um, some kind of technical issue or some kind of issue going on, I'm much more likely to make a segment about it and, you know, complain about it than I am to go to the support website and send an email and all that all that nonsense um, I'd rather just complain about it and let somebody else do the uh, do the reporting now I don't, I don't know why that is uh, maybe I don't know maybe it's laziness or maybe it's just uh, maybe I just don't like to report things be the one that that that's reporting problems all the time I don't know I don't know what that is but I'm I'm definitely the type of person that uh, will sit back and wait for somebody else to to report stuff how about you all right back to my main topic here and that is TV and TV shows versus movies um, you know over this holiday break that we just kinda had and, and I had we we being me and my wife watched a a show and we watched uh, a whole season well there's only one season of it right now um, and it was the Punisher on Netflix now let me just say I'm not I'm not a big comic book um, fan I do enjoy some of the comic book movies and things like that I'm not anti comic books but uh, I just didn't grow up with comic books the way some people did um, probably because we didn't have money to buy comic books I, I've had like maybe 10, 12 comic books, and I still have them. But out of those 10 or 12 comic books, like four of them are Punisher. So if there was one comic book character I did enjoy as, as a kid, um, it was the Punisher. And I know that's a little bit strange because I know most people are like Superman, Batman, or, you know, at least, you know, somebody a little more mainstream than the Punisher. But, uh,. I don't know, something about the way he just uh, ruthlessly kills all of his opponents. I guess uh, something about that grabbed me. Um, I'm sure there's some deeper psychological reason for that. But anyway, 
But yeah, The Punisher on Netflix. We started watching it, and we actually watched through a whole season, which is, um, for us, an accomplishment, <laughs> okay? We, we can't binge watch shows, so we can't sit there and watch five, six, seven episodes uh, in a day. Now, there was a time earlier in our marriage, um, several kids ago, when we were able to do that and we did that sometimes but now if we if we get to watch an episode in a day it's like one episode because we have to wait till the kids are in the bed and a lot of time by the kid by the time the kids are asleep and in the bed we just want to pass out so um but anyway so so what ends up happening sometimes is we'll start a show we might watch an episode or two and then never go back to it um but that wasn't the case with the punisher I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really good. Um, I've also watched the Daredevil series on Netflix, uh, which I would recommend watching that first before you watch The Punisher. You don't have to, but I, I think it'd be better. Um, but anyway, we ended up watching this whole uh, season over the course of about mm, two weeks or so, and uh, and it was awesome. It was really good. I'm not gonna if you haven't seen it. I'm not gonna ruin anything or spoil anything like that. I'm just really kind of talking about what it is about these shows like this that uh, either grab us or don't grab us. Um, but this one kind of grabbed us and we wanted to watch it. Finished watching it, both thought it was really good. But that experience of, of watching a TV show and enjoying the, the character development and things like that and the, the storylines and the backstory, um, it really got me thinking about something. So this whole um, TV thing has made me reevaluate Star Wars, and I'm not going to give any spoilers or anything here. If you want my initial thoughts on Star Wars, you can go back a few episodes and listen to that. But uh, I had some problems with the new movie. We'll just say that, and maybe thinking about it now and kind of what I'm going to talk about now, maybe. Those problems are, maybe it's unfounded, because, now this is all my theory, I haven't read anything about this online, but here's what I think is about to happen with Star Wars. Sometime in the next three, four years, probably, I'll say somewhere in that time frame, probably after the third movie of the trilogy comes out, I believe we're going to get a Star Wars TV show. And one of the reasons I believe that is because... If, you, if you've seen this story, you know that Netflix and Disney uh, had a breakup. Disney's getting away from Netflix, and Disney's about to start their own streaming service. And they're going to ask people to pay, what, $10, $15 a month for their streaming service? And I don't think people are going to pay $10, $15 a month to watch, you know, The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. Some people will. I would, definitely, of course, but... Everybody's not. So, Disney's going to need some really good content to, to get the money out of the wallets. And I believe what we're going to get, and I, I, I hope this is true, it would be so great. I believe we're going to get a Star Wars TV show set right after the original trilogy ends. So, so what you'd have to do here is you're going to have to recast Han Solo, Luke Skywalker... Leia, you're just going to have to recast them. It'll be okay. We'll live. 
You know, have to recast those characters. I mean, think about it. They're already recasting Han Solo for a movie. So, you use the same guy in the TV show. Anyway, I'll let them worry about that kind of stuff. But you recast those characters, and you tell the story of the stuff that happened right after Return of the Jedi. And you use that TV show as a bridge to fill in some of the gaps that you don't have time to explain in the movies. Uh, I think that would be a much better solution than making a bunch of prequel movies uh, that may or may not do well. Just make a TV show, and then it then it doesn't have to be all about the the explosions and the space battles and things like that. It can be a lot more about the characters, and it can be I don't know. I just think it would be amazing. So not only would it be amazing, but it would bring in the subscribers for Disney's new streaming service so that's my theory i hope that's where they're headed with star wars and if they are whew, that would be awesome I'm gonna wait till i start recording to sneeze a ridiculous sneeze oh this is my life okay um all this talk about uh tv shows it's got me thinking about what is my favorite tv show of uh, of all time, and that's a really hard question for me. Now I'm thinking about as, as I'm thinking about this off the top of my head. My criteria are it has to be a show that's that's over, that's ended. So current shows that are going on, still making new episodes. I'm not counting those. And I would have to say right off the top of my head, probably my favorite ever was Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was amazing. Um, just to watch the, the character transformation over the series. and Just so good. So good. Um, other than that, I really liked Lost. I remember really liking Lost. No, it ended kind of weird. Kind of stupid. But I, I don't take that away from the whole show. I mean, the show was, the show was good. The show was fun. Um... And surprisingly, this is one that surprised me because I didn't think I would like this show when I used to see previews for it and stuff like that, but Sons of Anarchy was uh, was really good too. Once I started watching it, I was like, wow, I'm really surprised that I actually like this show. But anyway, uh, I think those, I may be leaving something out. Like I said, I'm just doing this off the top of my head as I'm recording here, but uh, those are three really good ones. So if you haven't seen those, uh, any of those yet, I would suggest going out there and finding them and watching them. Um, Alright, let me know. What did I leave out? What are some really good TV shows? What's your favorite that you've ever watched, like, all the way through, start to finish? And uh, let me know. I'd love to get some call-ins on this, and I will play them. Hey, it's nice being back. Good to be uh, back here on the air on 318 Radio. And I uh, can't wait to hear from you guys some more today. Um, and so I'm going to go do that now. I'm going to do some listening. And uh, hope to speak to you soon. Have a good day. Bye-bye. It's interesting with the streaming service, Shane, because if you look at YouTube, YouTube's got like YouTube Red. So you think this is the future, huh? Like, Do you, do you believe this is the future that uh, the streaming services and the network wars are just beginning? Yeah, I think this is definitely the future. Um, 
Now, I, I think this this has a lot of growing to do. I don't think there's going to be able to be like 12 streaming services or more, you know, out there uh, <laughs> where people are having to pay $15 a month for each one. I think eventually we're just going to see maybe three or four of those survive. And we'll probably see some mergers and things like that happen along the way. Um, it's definitely the future, though. And I wonder if, you know, 30 years from now, if um, instead of spending billions and billions and billions of dollars making movies that may or may not be successful, if, uh, if we see Hollywood going a lot more towards TV shows and uh, going in that direction. So we'll see. It's uh, it's an interesting time, but yeah, I for one definitely prefer a good TV show. Thanks for the call in, Anchor Nation and KT. I think I got another one here from KT. Let's see. 39 days on the forest. At wit, at last, at play. That's Survivor. Only on CBS. 8, 7 Central, Wednesday nights. Now, Survivor is a type of TV show I've never really been able to get into. Those type of either reality shows or kind of like game-type shows. I've never really been able to get into those. Um, and I, I don't know if any of those are available on streaming services. I'm sure they are somewhere. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I'd have to, have to try it maybe go back and watch the first season or something and... Uh, see if I could see what the appeal is because I don't, I don't know I've just never I don't know if it's because I've never really tried it or it just never really appealed to me but uh yeah that's interesting Survivor Survivor man how long has that been on that's been on for like 20 years hasn't it man that's been around forever okay thanks for the call in KT okay I've got some really good call-ins from the beast within you uh, with some really good insights on this topic as always and take a listen to those. I may have some thoughts to add afterwards. Hey, just want to call in real quick on this on the Star Wars talk. Um, yes, Disney and them did have a falling out. Disney also recently purchased Century Twenty One Fox, so they now own the rights to all the old animated movies that weren't Disney, like Anastasia, um, We're Back, Ferngully, and all those. <clears throat> and they already have two Star Wars TV shows. Um, they're both animated. And I believe, based on Disney and the way they do things, that they'll continue to keep the animated series going as their main TV platforms. And then continue the movies as kind of like their their big punch. Because with a lot of the, the TV show stuff, you know, everybody's paying for cable already. Unless they're paying for an individual channel on, like, uh, Amazon TV or something. And I think if you look at their marketing campaigning... If you look at the way they run their marketing for other uh, cross-functional media type things, or things translate from a TV show to a movie, and vice versa, um, they really use the TV shows to draw the attention of the kids, to push toy sales, and then they rope in the adults to make the adults want to share the TV shows with the kids. Um, with the big movies, and then they also use the big movies as kind of like the big punch. Uh, so kind of like the, the TV show would be the CD, and then the movie would be the rock concert type deal and relationship. And um, I do have some issues with uh, the new Star Wars as well. It was a great movie, 
but I can see a difference since Disney's taken over the story writing versus George Lucas and uh, kind of the, the way that works. But that can be a topic that we can have on here, uh, maybe together but offline, so that way we don't spoil much. And just a final note on the whole Star Wars Disney conversation. Um, as much as Disney annoys me, one thing that I will give them credit to is they are by far the absolute best marketing company in the world. And with when I worked for L'Oreal Cosmetics, um, the higher-ups in the company would talk about how we're not a cosmetic company. We're a marketing company that distributes cosmetics. And I really think that's where kind of Disney transitioned. Once they bought Pixar from George Lucas and um, Steve Jobs, was they have all their subdivisions that do the curating of content, but at the core of what Disney is, is they're a marketing company. They make you believe dreams do come true. And that's kind of their whole image. And then the way they do that is with the content. But at the core, it's all marketing. Yeah, and one of the other reasons why I really believe that Disney is going to make a Star Wars TV show, maybe they'll do it in the form like they have in the past of like a an animated show, or uh, maybe they'll go ahead and do a live-action TV show. We'll see. Maybe they'll do both. But uh, one reason I think that is because... Uh, Disney is going all in on Star Wars. I, we were in uh, Orlando and Disney World um, back in October, and they've basically taken one of their parks, which was Hollywood Studios, and while you can still go in there, there's just not much to it right now. Like more than half the park is closed, from what I've heard, uh, because they're just transforming like most of that park into a Star Wars area. Uh, they're completely going all in on Star Wars. So that alone makes me think this, there's going to be more than just a yearly Star Wars movie. They're going to they're gonna do the best that they can to develop an entire new Star Wars universe. Of course, they kind of decided to throw out the uh, expanded universe, which was like the, the books and things like that that people had written. Um, and to, to go in their own direction, which is fine as long as they, as long as they develop, you know, the characters and, and tell the stories, that's that's fine. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of the issues that I had with the Last Jedi <clears throat> could be answered and could be uh, resolved if they would just have a, sh a TV show that would kind of explain what's been going on since. Um, you know, the end of episode 6 in that big, what, 40 year gap between episode 6 and, and episode 7, if they would explain just kind of what happened, where the First Order came from, and, and Snoke and, and a lot of that, that kind of stuff that would answer a lot of the issues that I've had with uh, with the movie, so I, I think that's where they're going um, I hope that's where they're going and we'll see so thanks for those call-ins, uh, really great insight as always and I'll talk to you later. Hey, just calling in on your response to my response. And I believe what we'll probably see happen, um, based on these new in-between episodes they're doing to fill gaps, is they will probably either come out with a single movie that explains what happened to, uh, you know, Luke when he left, and um, or another trilogy in between there to kind of show the uprising of Snoke. 
But I agree, it was kind of a weird, a weird shift. But if you remember also between episode, you know, one through three, with Darth Vader coming to power and becoming what he was, and then you start on four, and, you know, the Empire's been ruling for quite some time. We really don't have a lot of explanation there. So I think they purposely left it open-ended. So like you said, they can either do another movie or they could do another, uh, another series around that. And I think part of the reason why, too, they're going all in is uh, when you look at most content for any type of entertainment, uh, normally it's not timeless. And normally it's not multi-generational. Like Snow White resonates with a very specific demographic. Um, and it really hits home to our grandparents because it was one of the first animated colored films. So it's really hard to get a child today who's four to get excited about Snow White and the Seven Dwarves like Grandma did when it first came out. But with... Star Wars, it wraps multiple generations in because of how it's been spaced out over the last 40 years. And it's really genius. And I think with George Lucas opening up his Star Wars museum in California in two years or three years, it's the right marketing move. Yeah, and this is exactly why I was excited when Disney purchased Star Wars. I know a lot of people were not, but I, I was because... I realized that Disney had the resources to do a lot with the franchise, more than just make a couple of new movies. And you can really see that they're doing that. And I think what really started me thinking about this whole thing was, besides the fact of watching The Punisher and kind of thinking about how TV has changed with streaming services and things like that, besides that was the fact that... Um, over the the holiday break, when I was away from Anchor, I wasn't really listening to much here on Anchor. I was listening to some audiobooks that um, a guy at church gave me. He's a huge Star Wars fan. He's got some uh, a bunch of audiobooks, but he gave me a series of audiobooks called. Uh, mm, let me go look and see what they're called. Okay, so the series is called Legacy of the Force. And it's like nine books, and each book is somewhere between five and ten hours long. Um, usually closer to the ten hours long. And um, th the thing about these books is that they're set in the same exact time period as the new movies are supposed to be set. About 40 years after the, uh, the events of uh, Return of the Jedi. But they're completely different, obviously. Um, it's a completely different storyline. Went in a completely different direction. Um, and the, these books are really good so far, and I was kind of listening to those and thinking, man, you know, they're so, they're so deep and detailed and, and, uh, you know, why couldn't the movie be like this? But then I'm, then I, you know, kind of thought to myself, duh, the movie can't be like this because the movie's only two hours long and this is, you know, 80 hours worth of audiobooks. Of course it's going to be deeper and more detailed. So, yeah, I think, um. When we look at like the la the Last Jedi and these new movies that are coming out, we kind of have to think, okay, this is just the the beginning. They don't necessarily have to explain everything in every movie. Um, there's going to be plenty of other opportunities for that, and uh, just kind of go with it. So I think when eventually when I see the Last Jedi again, I think I'll be able to uh, 
maybe enjoy it a little bit more, just knowing that uh, the the things that were left unexplained, that's okay, and they'll they'll get back to that eventually because I really believe they will. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I guess that's what made me think about all of this this stuff. All right, up next we got a call in from Positive Vibes about uh, the whole movies and TV shows kind of thing. Hey Shane, my friend, Positive Vibes here. Uh, to start off, I wanted to say Happy New Year. All the best to you in 2018. Uh, looking forward to continuing to connect, engage with yourself and uh, everyone else here on Anchor. Um, I just wanted to also call in regards to what you were talking about, movies and TV shows. I feel like now I'm more into movies because I feel with TV shows before, I would always get addicted to it. And also it would take up um, you know, a lot of my time. And I feel like I have moved away from that. Occasionally, I'll just, you know, put on something on Netflix, might not know what's going on, but just put it, um, you know, put it on in my free time. Um, but one season I remember watching last, the whole season, and I don't believe they came out with the second season, was Limitless. Um, I still remember the movie, one of my favorite movies, and I love the whole concept of the show. Um, and again, I'm not sure how many people watched it, but for me, that was one of my, uh, favorite i guess tv shows yeah i can definitely see where you know watching a tv show and kind of committing to that show and you know watching an hour a night or whatever it is uh yeah, that is time consuming when you add it up you know that's an hour that you could be doing something else that's an hour that you could be recording on anchor or listening on anchor um so yeah it can be it can be time consuming and i think that's why me and my wife do not do that as often as we used to um because like i said it's got to be a really good show that to kind of grab us and make us want to go back to it consistently um because if it's not i mean we've we've started so many shows and watched two or three episodes and just never went back to them uh, so it has to really be something that grabs us at this point in our life in order for us to continue watching it and, and, and finish it all the way out. So, so yeah, I could see where, you know, in that scenario, maybe you just, a movie is just, you watch it and it's done and you don't have to worry about, um, going back to it and continuing to watch it. So yeah, I can see where you're coming from on that. And I think I've definitely been, been back and forth a little bit on that. Um, However, you know, if I if I had the time and just a free choice of do I want to watch a really good movie or a really good show, I think I'd have to pick the show still just because, I don't know, maybe just because you just get to enjoy it for longer and you get to enjoy maybe more aspects of it. So in your segment about the kind of either do something or the wait for somebody else to do it type of person, I'm definitely the latter. Um, and actually, one thing that exhibits this is probably in a similar situation with yours. Um, me and my dad went to a theater to see, I think, Batman v Superman. And and we we go into the theater and the 3D glasses make it look horrible. It's like blurring lines and fading Basically, um, it's like different like shadowing and uh, blurred lines around the movement. And it looked like something was off. Something wasn't working right. So 
So I was like, maybe, maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get, it'll fix itself or something. Or maybe I just won't notice it. So, so basically my dad ended up basically getting us a refund for the tickets. So, yeah. You know, I can only ever think of one time where I've had to actually get a refund for a movie after buying the ticket. And it was, I don't even remember the movie, but. We went in about, maybe just about five minutes before the movie actually started, and there were no seats at all. And so we're like, there's literally not a seat in this theater. So we went and let them know, and they're like, oh, we'll, we'll make some room for you guys, we'll find you a seat. And the attendant came and looked around for a little while, and he's like, yeah, there's no seats in here for some reason, so we'll give you a refund. But uh, I, I, I think that's the only time. I've ever had to get a refund for a movie, but thanks for calling in, Chase. Hey, dude, I really got a kick out of this uh, podcast episode of yours uh, about the uh, movie theater curtain. Um, I'm like you. I probably would have just sat there and grumbled about it and drove everyone nuts listening to me complain for the whole time. Uh, But I'm reminded, like, my wife, she's the one that would get up and immediately go uh, get it resolved. Uh, And we'd probably get free movie tickets out of it and maybe even snacks and stuff. Um, I think it's a good idea to be uh, assertive but polite and be like, hey, you know what, Um, I paid for this and uh, I didn't pay to watch it on the curtain. Anyhow, yeah, excellent segment. I really got a kick out of it because I saw some of myself in that. So, uh, cheers. Yeah, I can totally relate to that because... While while I did say, you know, I would just kind of sit there and wait for someone else to go report it, it would be my wife who would who would jump up and go, you know, tell somebody and, and get it taken care of and get it fixed. So, you know, in a way, I wish I was more like that, um, but I'm not. So I'm glad that God blessed me with her because she will definitely uh, get it taken care of. So thank you for that call in. And uh just found your station today, and I, I'll, I've listened some. I've enjoyed what I've heard so far. Looking forward to hearing more from you in the future. Bye-bye. And that's going to do it for this episode of 318 Radio. I want to thank everyone who called in clapped, commented. Uh, I really appreciate all the participation. I, uh, I know that you guys are what make this app awesome and what make this show, uh, good when it's good. So thank you for your participation as always. Um, I, I actually, I'll just go ahead and thank everyone who listened because even if you just listened and you didn't do a single thing, I still appreciate that. So thank you so much. This was my first official episode of the new year, and as you know, I've been kind of away for a couple of weeks, so uh, bear with me. I'm going to get back into the flow of things, and I'm going to be able to get around to all your stations eventually, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing more of that tomorrow. So so yeah, if you're just hearing this uh, now, and you want to call in on any of the segments that you've heard, go ahead and do that, and we can continue the conversation uh, into tomorrow's episode. I'm perfectly fine with that, so uh, so don't let this deter you from, from calling in or anything like that. But I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. 
thank you again, as I said, for listening and participating, and hope you have a wonderful night. God bless. Thank you.